Blog Talk Radio. Ages, um, Dion Cole, Rodney Perry, Donnell Rawlins, um, D 
D. Ray Davis, Kevin Hart. Just an all-around crazy, amazing weekend. I'm doing another one with them in Vegas. Uh, you can you can check uh, the, the uh, Kevin Hart website and get all that stuff that's coming down the pipe. And uh, this weekend, Chicago. That's right, I'm coming home, baby. Chicago, I'm coming home. I'll see you this weekend. Uh, at Jokes and Notes, uh, the only place I play when I go to Chicago, man. It's just it's just kind of my comedy home uh, when I go into the city. So it's going down August 29th, 30th, and 31st, Labor Day weekend uh, in Chicago. That's this weekend. But before the weekend, Wednesday and Thursday, right here in Atlanta. ATL, what y'all say? Right, and you don't never come to Atlanta. When you going to do a show in Atlanta? Well, this Wednesday, that's today is Monday, Tuesday, then Wednesday and Thursday, four shows at the Punchline right here in Atlanta. Uh, you can go to punchline.com for ticks on that as well. Or you, I, I posted a, um, a link on my uh, my Instagram page as well. So with that, I'm super an- anxious to get into this show today, man. Uh, got a chance to uh, connect with this guy. You know, this is what's powerful about the Internet is as ignorant as it is. Like, Twitter is ignorant. Instagram is ignorant. Vine is even more ignorant. But... As ignorant as it is, as wild as it is, as as, as amazing as it is, uh, and, and even YouTube, it, it, it's it's a platform for people to create. And for those of you out there saying, man, I really wish I had my own show. I wish I had done my own thing. This is your time. And I came across this this guy, Peter Bailey, man, is just an awesome, awesome cat. He's, a, he's an author. He's a journalist. And he he's just... I love his interview style, so that's why I wanted to talk talk to him. He'll be on the show in a couple of minutes. Uh, we're going to take a break. When I come back, I'll be talking with Mr. Peter Bailey, you guys. Hang on. This is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. Don't go nowhere. Hey, what's the biggest number you can think of? A trillion, billion, zillion. That's pretty big. How about you? Ten. Okay. How about you? Infinity. Can you top that? Infinity in one. Actually, we are looking for infinity plus infinity. Sorry. What about infinity times infinity? It's not complicated. Bigger is better. And AT&T has the nation's largest 4G network. Hey, we've had some amazing shows here on Rodney Perry Live. And all you can do is go check them out, man. There's, There's... Almost 200 shows, uh, great guests. Check this out. This is my man, Eddie Griffin. He came on the show, and he gave us a great story about Denzel. The biggest part of acting is listening. Mm. You know, when Denzel delivered his line to me, I'm feeling the vibration. It's like music, you know what I mean? It's like, how is he playing the bass string on on delivering his line? Which gives my instrument, you know, the the right tone on delivering what I got to say to the brother. What's it like to do a scene with Denzel, man? Uh, it's like you better be on your A game because D ain't playing. <laughs> he be coming with it, don't he? He, he be coming with it. But, but you I, know I man, when I dropped them kids on him in that thing, he was like, look, look, little nigga. <laughs> what he this say? Is a, he said, look, little nigga, this here is a Denzel Washington film. We will be cutting that part out. I just want to let you know up front. <laughs> Eddie, he did not hit you with it, dog. Yeah, he did. He said, editing room, nigga. Shit, you ain't going to devil in the blue dress me. I done been through that shit once with Don Seals ass. You ain't about to do this shit. Man, that, that is so off the chain. That is the best story in the world. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Go to the archives. You can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Rodney Perry. You can pick up the shows there. Or you can go straight to my website, rodneyperry.com. If you're looking for the latest in comedy, news, and entertainment, the only place to go is the Humor Meal. Check out the website, humormealmag.com. Humor Meal, the only place for comedy, news, and entertainment. I see you, Frank. Hey, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. You can uh, check my next guest on his website. That's iampeterbailey.com. Do yourself a favor. Go to this website and uh, everything in his in his uh, social world is I am Peter Bailey, uh, an author, a journalist, uh, and just you know from my assertion, well did I make that word up? <laughs> uh, on so many levels, just a good dude, man. I can tell this guy cares. Welcome to the show, Peter. How you doing, brother? How you doing, Rodney? Appreciate the introduction, man. 
Man, you you know what, man? I, I'm a fast fan, Peter. Man, I mean, I, I I search the internet all the time, and I'm not sure how I came across the Nightcap and and the, and the I am Peter Bailey show, but I just I just was impressed, man. One with your interview style, and you have a way of taking the hardest dudes and having them be honest and pure. What what is it about Peter Bailey that that allows these guys, man, because you got some great interviews. What What is it about Peter Bla- Bailey that allows these guys to relax? I mean, you know, Rodney, I've I just been through a lot. You know, um, I look at life and I look at the journalism process not as a, a, a gimmick, not as a, a, a marketing tool, more so as just trying to discover who, who we really are. You know, I think we've become very lost in translation as a culture, you know, and I think that, you know, Rodney, when you connect with people just on a real level, man, it's it's not about, uh, it's not an agenda, it's not a bottom line. I think people recognize your soul, and, 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 you know, the cliche is real recognize real, but the truth is truth understands truth. So I'm able to discuss what I discuss with people, I think, because I think it's a, it's a level of genuine respect when people know you're coming from a good place. You know what I mean? Man, I completely get it. Uh, I watched several of your interviews. Uh, and please, uh, if you're listening to this, please do yourself a favor. Go to IamPeterBailey.com and just start to watch it, man. Because, I mean, uh, whether it's Trick Daddy or Anthony Hamilton, you're able to have those man conversations. And that's what I think I was impressed with more than anything because as men, you very seldom see us chat. You know, I mean, you, you might catch us in a barbershop or at the cigar <laughs> bar, you know, when yeah. there's drinks around or when there's women around, but that kind of yeah. taints the conversation, you know. So, sure. you know, what what I enjoyed about watching yours, like even I like the Anthony Hamilton in- interview is what really caught my eye because I'm a huge Anthony Hamilton fan. And you yeah. covered some stuff with him. I've never heard anybody ask him, you know. <laughs> and I was Dude. like, yo, Peter Bailey is the man, son. I appreciate it. You know, it's like, I think that society, you know, we like labels, right? So I think for my old journalistic odyssey, it's been an odyssey where you can't really put me in a label. You know, I I started my career way back in New York writing for Newsweek, writing for Time, and I guess there's an idea of who, what box he should be put in. So then I go, I come down here to Miami, and I write for the Miami Herald, and Trick Daddy asked me to pen his life story. So now, now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going from corporate offices, offices in Manhattan to running with Trick Daddy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So which, I which think is a, that, a polar opposite. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, but you know what's what's funny, Rodney, is I think the engine and and and, and society li- likes to say it's opposite, but at the end of the day, we all we all share a common truth, right? Mm-hmm. So I think my body of work is to get at that common truth. And I think that I'm able to draw these things out of people because, quite frankly, Ronnie, if, if I'm asking you to put your life on a plate, I, I have to be willing to do the same thing. You know what I mean? I think that journalists today tend to speak from a hierarchy, from like a ivory tower. And how can I ask a man about infidelity if I'm not willing to open up about my own issues? You see what I'm saying? Wow. So I just, wow. it's like you said, it's a very pure Conversation, man. Very pure conversation. It, it all just came together for me, Peter. You, you, no wonder you're so cold. You, you, the, his birthday is September 16th, a day after mine. That's what Whoa, it, it, not, it all makes sense. <laughs> it all makes sense, Peter Bailey. It all makes sense. That's, that's it interesting. Came, that's it. it just came together for me, man. September 16th. I'm 915. I'm 10 years your senior, but I think yeah. that's. That we kindred spirits on that level, I'm sure. You know, my, my best works, friend in the man. world is um, so man. St. Thomas, Virgin Islands, my my favorite yeah. of the Virgin Islands. Um, yeah. that, that's where you know that's where we we first get uh, a glimpse of, uh, of Peter Thomas. How does how does St. Thomas shape the man you've become? Ah, uh, you know, um, it's interesting you said about polar opposites and whatnot. So peep this. I um you know, I grew up in St. Thomas and if you know anything about St. Thomas or the Caribbean period, the life you see on the postcard 
it's, it's what's sold. But, you know, the people, you know, I was saying that they say the Verzon is American Paradise, but American Paradise for whom? So coming from that sphere, looking from the outside in, you know, a lot of times you, could tell a, you can't tell a picture from within the frame. So when I'm coming to the U.S., the, the mainland, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at these issues from the outside. You know, so I'm not, I guess I'm not so vested in it emotionally as just an observer. So I really, that whole Caribbean, growing up in the Caribbean and, and that global aspect, I have a very global outlook on things. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it's, um, it's, it's a beautiful thing. A funny story I'll tell you. When I first started in journalism, I'm going to career fairs, and my accent used to be really, really thick. So this one recruiter, he was like, look, we don't run any Irie headlines with, with any curry chicken, right? So it's <laughs> wow. kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's funny because I think just going back to the diaspora, I think that I remember I was reading somewhere where Malcolm visited Nkrumah in Ghana. And I think one of his biggest issues was saying, hey, look, you have brothers and you have support outside of the U.S., right? So for me, one of the biggest things when I came was like, look, it was this, I don't know who created that separation between blacks of the different diaspora, whether it be Africa, the Caribbean, America, but I'm just black, you know? And, right. and I think we could really all learn from that collective struggle, you know, you know what I mean? Oh, man, you know what? I, I completely agree. Uh, I was having this conversation with a friend not too long ago, and our our Caucasian counterparts uh-huh. tend to walk under the collective white regardless of their ethnicity. So yeah. whether they're yeah. Irish or Italian or whatever they are, or, yeah. or even uh, for, for some of our Latin brothers with lighter skin, if, if they're yeah. close enough to caucus... <laughs> It's functional. It's functional. They they walk under the collective white. Black people or people that are closer to the collective black very rarely walk under the walk under the collective black. So I think that's that in itself creates a lot of minority or the minority mentality. So if we were, we would have to change. We but but and you tell me what you think about this. Mm -hmm. I traced it back to Africa. Because Africa mm-hmm. is a very tribal place. I mean, there's, there's and it's different languages, and it's just divided by different languages and whatnot. Exactly, Indeed. exactly, Indeed. exactly. Indeed. So, so we're not far removed from our ancestors. Because I used to, I used to go like, how come, how come we can't just rock together? But we've never rocked together. You know, even if you trace us back to the motherland. So, um, there would have to be a major shift, a complete shift for black people to walk under collective black, you know, and, you know, and so, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, as, as you had these conversations, man, but I do find that what does drive us together is unrest. Like when you see um, uh, stuff like um, the stuff that's going on in uh, Ferguson, that stuff. Robbie, uh, are we going to have that conversation, man? Because we kind of talk about it off the cuff, and I kind of, you know, I have a different spin on the whole thing, man. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, have a whole, I, I, have I want. A different I spin. want. I want you to share your spin because I think your spin is very valid. You know, and I think we can we can agree and or disagree without losing each other too. Of course, of course. Okay, so we go back to my conversations, right? Uh-huh. I think. One of the big pluses in what I try to do is not fit a mold, right? Mm-hmm. When you sit with a Waka Flocker, an interview is expecting, okay, I'm going into this, this guy's from Atlanta, he has dreads, I'm asking about his grills or whatever. I'm here asking Waka, Waka Flocker about love and whatnot. So it's like I'm making us human. We're not caricatures. Yeah. My statement on the Ferguson issue um, Rodney, how long are we going to march and protest? Right. How long are we going to harass and beg people for our right to just live? I mean, Rodney, I'm a grown man. I'm. It's not my job to beg another man to like me, right? Right. I have this concept that racism, bro, it's it's someone's ideology. It, 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 it's right. what someone believes in. It. It's what makes them what they believe who they are. So... Ronnie, I can't control what another society thinks of me. For a hundred years, we've been fighting for this, fighting for You know, it's, it's like our whole reality is pent up and attached 
for hoping someone does right for us. Wow. That's a losing reality. It's like, and now, okay, so, so, so let's take it further. Why does the quote-unquote facto black leaders keep pushing the racism? Why does CNN keep talking about racism? It's big business. It makes money. It's popular. If black people elevated, if we elevated ourselves out of the rut, they wouldn't have a platform to preach about. So I can't control someone not liking me. Quite frankly, I don't care. What I can control is my ability to empower my brother. My, my ability to keep the dollars within our circle because in America, clout and influence leads to better treatment. I don't care what color you are. Rodney, I don't think the black kids that are growing up in Atlanta, in the suburbs of D.C. and Maryland, I don't think they have a problem with being gunned down by police. I don't think so. I think that in our country, poverty and black is synonymous. So it's a lack of respect for us. It's the reason why they, the Samir campaign with Ferguson, he smoked weed, he was robbing the store. Because people know in America, people despise the poor, right? So right. I can't control racism. I can't, I can't tell a 40-year-old man from Mississippi to like me. And quite frankly, finally, picture me saying, yo, dog, you know, I really wish you didn't like me. <laughs> yo, son, <laughs> like me, like me, son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, but what I can do is control how I treat my brother, right? And from what, from, from, from what I see, you're from Chicago, right? And we had like mm-hmm. 15 murders in Chicago over the July 4th weekend. I don't see a protest. I don't see a march. I don't right. know. I, I don't see any marching. I, we've been killing each other in this country for as long as I can remember, from, in every hood. For some reason, we accept when we do it to, to each other. I, I don't understand that. So... Personally, I'll say this. I think that the powers that be, they see us march, and they say, okay, just let those Negroes march. They'll be back to work on Monday. Wow. That's what I think. So, so I, I let me say it's controversial. No, 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 no. Come on, baby. Uh, you, you know, that's why we're here to have a conversation. So, yeah. so uh, okay, okay. Let me digest, you know, because I, I, I feel you on a lot of levels. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are there opportunists? Absolutely. There are opportunists uh-huh. that 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 uh, that that are gonna take advantage of every situation. So uh-huh. yes, I think I know those people are out there. But when, when I see the spin that says, "Well, what about black on black crime?" Because, yeah. See, all that's all that's the bait and switch to me. You know. Mm-hmm. See. The, the bait and switch says, hey, let's not trip off what's going on in Ferguson because we're killing each other over here, which is mm-hmm. absolutely true. As a man from Chicago, a place they now uh, pin as Chirac, a place yeah. that's murdering more, more black kids and black men and black women than anywhere in the world, absolutely that, 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 that place should have more press. But that's an even bigger magnifying glass of the greater problem that it's okay for black life to be taken. You know, exactly. so, so um, Ferguson is a polarizing event that makes mm-hmm. everybody go, whoa. You know, um, uh, Trayvon Martin is a polarizing event. See, when it's happening, when mass murder is happening, yeah. you, people can kind of go, oh, that's just, it's just bad. It's Chicago. But the thing is, Rodney, when those polarizing events happen, I think that the, our rallies and the people... I have a saying. There's a lot of people on television today. There's a lot of these de facto leaders and civil rights, whoever. They speak black but don't live it. Black, it, it's, it's, it's how they make their money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, I don't know, we, we're going to go back to work on the weekend. We're going to go back to work on Monday. So it, it, it's kind of like... I just think that I don't see kids in affluent communities of any racial whatever being harassed by police. Hell, police probably can't stand them. Look at these little rich Negroes. But they don't mess with them because they know, it's like you said, black life, it's not valued, right? But money is valuable. That's the only In this country, the only thing that's ever worked for race improvement is boycotts, the economy. See, when you fight an ideological war, it's like it's like telling the devil. It, it, it's kind of like it, it, it's it's it, it, it sounds good. 
But mm-hmm. it's a capitalistic society. We all know this is a capitalistic society. So my rally and my protest is my nightcap show, I employ black men. Some of us, you know, it's guys, you know, some guys from the streets, whatever. It's, it's, that's how I rally and protest because when I'm able to create a space where we can feed ourselves and they can feed themselves and their family can feed themselves, we start to gain a certain level of power. That, that's, no. that's just my take. It's, I'm tired of I'm, You, I you know, know what, Peter? I, I, I think this. you're right, but you, you're right idealistically, you know, because what you're giving us is a solution. The solution is, Rodney, the economics of this thing. Yeah. Hello? I knew Natalie Cole. Uh, and Natalie Cole had the number one record in the country with her debut album. The song was called This Will Be. Mm-hmm. And What You Won't Do For Love, I think, was number seven and causing a stir, and it was like number seven on the uh, Hot 100 and I think number five or six on the R&B charts. And Natalie was good enough to ask me if I would open her show for her first major tour. And I thought it was just it was awesome. And so, you know, I would agree and do that, and I think it was, you know, 18, 20 cities all over the country. And uh, the first city was Atlanta. Now, you gotta you got to understand that what you won't do for love is building up a head of steam. Right. It's huge. And everybody, I mean, everybody thinks it's a brother. So right. here we are at this, like, theater in Atlanta. It's like 7,000 people. Uh, and everyone's waiting to see Saul Brother Bobby Caldwell. <laughs> right, right, right. And I come out, and you could hear a pin drop. The dead silence. Right. Well, this was like a shocker. I okay, knew y'all, Natalie Cole. Bobby Caldwell, hush. Hey, hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. I am back, man. It, 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 it got too real, Peter. It got too real. <laughs> it did. It got too real. We got cut off by the man. <laughs> did a tap in the lines, man. We can't. Man. Black Wall Street can't happen, right? <laughs> man, dude, you hear what I, I said? Black Wall Street, and they cut me off. Skype, the, the, the man. You know, but you know, like, just going back to why I do the show and, and my vision is, everything is my image, right? Yeah. Whatever idea you have of an individual is seen through the media, through newspaper, through, you know, through information. And that, that's really why I created that space. You know, I wanted, to create a, I wanted to create a space for us that was intelligent, that's intellectual, that shows the truth of who we are. You know, when, when I discuss my conversations with these guys, I tell them all, all the time, you know, well, Pete, you know, when I sing about gangster rap, that, that's, that's my story. Stop it. Stop it. No one comes out of their mother's womb being a drug dealer, being a gangbanger. Yeah. I'm from I'm from the hood, Rodney. Nobody comes to, in other words, your entirety of your life and your story is not slinging dope. It's, yeah. it's shoot them up. It makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. You, it makes you no learn sense. that. You learn that behavior. You learn that. Yeah. You know, you had to learn that. Somebody taught you that. And and then yeah. get this though. Get this though, Peter. This is what I tell cats. I say, okay, so you're a drug dealer, but guess what? You're still entry level. You're still a peon. Like you, you're not gonna be a drug lord your first day. You, no. you, you might as well start at McDonald's because you gotta be an entry level on somebody's level, man. Peter, people are calling in. They want to talk with you, man. Uh, you okay, know we okay. got real. Uh, his <laughs> name is Peter Bailey, uh, uh, author, uh, journalist, uh, and and host and creator of the show Nightcap and uh, the Peter Bailey Show. Uh, Jay Sorobo, uh, Nabacare, you own. With uh, Peter Bailey. What's up, brother? Jay. Okay. Lou. Oh, he coming. He coming. Let me see. You know what? Oh, damn, my phone's tripping, dude. 
But Ryan, I really respect what you're doing with the show, man. I, I think you know more of us need just need a platform, man. Definitely, just need a platform. Yeah, but again, man, that's what I enjoy as, as I um as I looked at at your show, man. One, it looks great. The way you're it's shooting, it. it shouts out to your team. Yeah, my my, my cinematographer Jermaine Jackets, man. He's really on point, man. He's, he's, he's arguably the best film filmmaker down there in South Florida, man. So he's definitely doing his thing, definitely. Well, well, Peter, let's let's talk about this before we wrap, man. And 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 we got you, I got you. Got to come back, man. We got to we got to put of a whole out in because there's so many there's so many you know you know this is the, this is the irony of a conversation like this is that very seldom do you get a chance to hear two black men discuss these topics and subjects. So that's that's important. First of all, so um, you connect with Peter, y'all. Uh, he's at I am Peter Bailey on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and uh, you can go to the website I am Peter Bailey dot com. Man, um, from the New York Times to you know to all your work that you've been putting in, whether it was Newsweek or Time Magazine, um, what's been most rewarding for you, Peter? Oh, man, um, people ask me. Man, how the hell did you, did you leave time and Newsweek and the Miami Herald? You know, Ronnie, I wanted my own spot. I wanted my own thing in this media real estate, right? Mm-hmm. Because I view the world as an architect. I view the world as a creator, as an owner, right? Mm-hmm. So the most rewarding thing for me, man, is to wake up. I have a divine message that I felt that I was that was laid upon my heart and sharing it with people, Right? And seeing someone email me, I have people in South Africa, China, that email me and say, man, your conversation really inspired me. And to be able to do that with no filter, no one editing my copy, no one saying, well, Peter, are you sure this matters? It's, 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 it's like utopia. It's utopia. And you said something about the Internet earlier. I call the Internet the greatest liberator of the free society in this world. Mm. Information is the most important thing. Everything you think that you know about the world comes via information. And no, there, are no, there are no gatekeepers anymore, right? There's no gatekeepers. Right, if you, right, have, right. if you have a story, if you can just express it to the world. And, and, and for me, that's the, it's, the, it's funny because I went from having an office in Manhattan when I was at time, and, but now it's like my nightcap house is my little house on the media prairie. You know, it's a, it's a it's CNN and all these mansions, but mm-hmm. you know, we got one hell of a party going on that people want to come in. So I love it. You know, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, hey, man, well done. You, you're doing it on so many levels. Thank you for coming on. We got to have you back on. I, I can't wait to chop it up with you, man, face-to-face. Next time sure. I'm in MIA, man, we got to go down, sit down, and have a have a uh, lunch or something, bro. Appreciate it, bro. Definitely appreciate Dundeal. it. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much. Hey, y'all, that's the man, the legend, Peter Bailey. Please know, man, I feel like this, Peter, you're going to be one of those guys that's the voice of, of this generation, man. So thank you in advance. Thank you, bro. Thank you. My man. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. Uh, it's about to get crazy. Yes, right. It's about to get crazy. Shouts out to Peter Bailey for coming on. But I got to tell y'all, we about to go hip-hop legendary. You understand me? We about to go Bay Area. Yay, yay. Okay? Stay right there. This is Rodney Perry. When I come back, I'm going to be talking to Oaktown 357. <laughs> I'm excited. I don't know what to do myself. When it comes to being better, what's better? Being better or worse? Better. Okay. And what are you better at? I'm better at telling jokes. Okay. Let's see what you got. Knock, knock. Who's there? Queen. Queen who? Queen my dishes, please. Queen. It's queen to make it funny. He doesn't get it. It's not complicated. Better is better. And AT&T is the nation's fastest and now most reliable 4G LTE network. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You listen to the show. You're laughing along with Rodney. You listen to the great guests, but you're not sharing it. You need to share this show with somebody special. Find somebody in your life that you love and show them how good you enjoy the show. It's Rodney Perry Live. Don't keep it to yourself. Share it. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Uh, it's your boy Rodney Perry, and I am back in full effect. Uh, thank you to Peter Bailey for popping in with us today. And, man, I'm super excited about these next two ladies. First of all, y'all don't know.
about Rodney Perry. If you ever seen my live show, you know I always wanted to be Hammer. And you can't want to be Hammer without loving Oaktown 357. I saw the whole movement. I saw it go from the small show to the huge show. And, and how lucky am I to have these ladies on today. The They're going to be um, in this event. I'm hosting, that's right, I'm hosting this great event uh, in September and um, these ladies are going to be uh, uh, recognized for their contribution to the females in hip-hop. And uh, let's welcome to the show, Sweet L.D., Terry B. <laughs> and now, thank you. Hey, everybody. Hey, Rodney Terry. Hey, Madeline. Hey, Town. Peter Belly. <laughs> Oak Town 357. I'm tell y'all something. Could nobody uh -oh. wear some bike tights like y'all? You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to watch the show? <laughs> we got to send him some biker shorts. We got to send You know what? But you know, back then, dudes could wear biker shorts. I had some bike shorts back then, you know, for the ladies. Hip Hop 
Hip Hop Honors Awards. Uh, myself, Melanie Camacho, will be hosting that show. I'm so awesome. excited to see y'all. Are y'all? Can y'all still dance though? Oh, Everybody yeah. Back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, sweet, LD, sweet LD still sweet and terrible tea still going to hit him like she's going to yes, hit him. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Pray she don't break nothing. But, yeah, we, just, we still got some moves. We still got get some juice in us. Yeah. Man, you, I, I remember. We're going to pull you out there, Ronnie. We're going to pull you out there. You, you get y'all, hey, let me tell you something. Don't play with my emotions. <laughs> Cause I'll have me, I have me some drop crotch pans and some. There you go. There you ready. go. You don't even know. Come on now, come with it. Yeah. So oh, look, look, ladies, man. Married. You know, when when you guys get the word, am I still? Mm-hmm. When you guys get the word, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we hear you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Can he hear us? Hello. Oh, maybe he can't hear us. Hello? Yes, hello. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So when you guys get the word that you're going to be honored on the Hip Hop Honors, what what, what goes through your mind, man? Like, are are you excited or, like, is it nostalgic? Like, how do you feel? Um, I'm excited. He's excited and I'm nervous. I'm in shock and I'm nervous, but I'm, I'm very honored, very grateful, and I'm humbled because I met Charlie Simpson um, two years ago when she did the second annual Female Hip Hop Honor Awards, and I was really, really impressed and very excited for her to continue doing what she was doing. So I was very shocked when she called and said, hey, you know, this is what I want to do for you guys. But, yeah, it's, it's, it makes you feel good real deep down yes. inside. For all Definitely the a blessing. Done. Yeah, everything you've done, everything you've been through, all the naysayers and the negativity yeah. and all the positivity, you know, you ball it up and it's just like, this is really you know, nice. It's really now, nice. Y- y- so y'all I, had, I appreciate her. Y'all got Go hits. You know, y'all got hits. You know, one of my favorite <laughs> yeah. songs is Juicy. Got him crazy. Hey. You know. Oh, 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 we gonna hit you. We gonna hit you with some Juicy. <laughs> y'all, let me, uh, uh-oh. Okay, so let, let me let me do this then. Let me let me see if I can surprise y'all then. Let me see if Rodney Perry. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Caller. Hello. Hi, you're on. Uh, what's your name, ma'am? <laughs> Got a little bit of juice in now, you know. six months ago now and uh-huh. we were at some event and I'm like oh my god that's BNGB right <laughs> and I'm, I'm tripping because you know I'm a fan y'all don't understand this I'm a real fan so I knew everybody I was like yo that's BNGB right there and somebody was coming up trying to introduce me to BNGB I'm like no I know who that is <laughs> and so I, we had we had a chat talk and she was so cool so down to yes. earth and yes, then yes, I yes. told her, I said, you know, I got Oaktown 357 on the show today. Um, you know, then I had to make sure y'all ain't had no beef or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, 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 no. It's all love. For real. This is family so, for real. This is real. Yeah. And tell me about these ladies and how and, and, and your experience with them. Oh, oh my God. I know, you, you don't got to give me advance warning, boo boo. I know the truth, right? I'm going to say a disclaimer, though, first, because Ronnie already knows she's going to say we was mean to her. We didn't want to share a, a, a hotel room with an auntie. We didn't want to share a hotel room with an auntie. She said, she just tried to make me feel so bad about her uh, experiencing us for the first time. I was like, girl, please, don't even try it. <laughs> you see, you see, you see, I wasn't even going to go there because <laughs> number one, you see, you see, she actually just put her whole foot in her mouth. But, see what I'm saying? I'm saying. <laughs> what I was going to say is I genuinely love these girls. We yes, have we been. We love you. 
You yeah. know, you know, we have been friends for so long. Our lives are so connected. You know, I have them for a lifetime. You know, Tabitha, just a jewel. Terrible T, I love you, sweetie, if I never said it. Oh, yeah, I did text mm. you that the other day, didn't I? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Dewana, you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I know. did. I know. But it, it, it <laughs> should have been told since we went there just a little bit. You know, they was, you know, I was a little country when I first met them. I wasn't really. <laughs> I ain't mine, man. No, no but I but now we have children. We have love. We have, I mean, Dewana has come to my house and just, We've just yes. hung out and just, God is good. It's so awesome that they play, he's placed these girls in my life because we will be connected for the rest of our lives. People are always asking me about them. And do you talk to them? Do you see them? And I do. I wish I could just hug y'all right now. I love you so much. I do. We're going to hug you in about two weeks, girl. Get it ready. Get it ready. I, I, can't, I can't wait. I'm so proud of y'all. I am so, so Aww. proud of you. So we proud of you. And Rodney, you know you're my chocolate bunny baby. You better stop. Oh. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, told, I told Angie to stop playing with me. Angie, all right, I will call you back, girl. You hang on. Mute you, Angela. Mute. Hey, listen. Listen, y'all, I just wanted to say this, Rodney, and I'm going to let you guys go. I got a new single coming out. It's called Love. Um, it's um, on pre-order right now on um, iTunes. Um, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, BNGB for real. And um, there's a hers magazine, like hers, his, and hers, H E R S. I want everybody to check that out. And Dewana Tabitha, I love you guys. Dr. Hammond's book is there as well. Um, and I'll put it on my page um, Facebook, Angela Boyd, uh, BNGB. But I love you, Tabitha, Dewana. I can't wait to see y'all. Oh my God, I can't wait to see you. I love you so much. Okay? All right, love you to be. Thank you. Yes. Wow. That's that's so uh, such a such a great <laughs> moment, ladies, man. You know what? Let's do this. I'm gonna play the record. Then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk a little more. Hey, y'all. Uh, <laughs> seven in the building, son. Oh, what? Man, I'm to see how crazy this is to me. It's Rodney oh, Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live, y'all. Y- y'all ain't ready for this show. No, they ain't ready. They ain't ready. Today, Delio's guests are Madogma, Diana Bach, and Tina Burner. The problem, <laughs> men, how do you keep them? These women will share some of their experiences with us today. But some women seem to have no trouble at all. How do they do it?
y'all getting it, boy. Right, as far as 
work ethic he raised and training. Us up well. yeah. He did. He raised us up well. Thank you, Papa Hammer. Papa Hammer. Hey, hey y'all, Old Town 357 <laughs> is being honored September 13th at the Female Yay. Hip Hop Honors, which is the show is going to be. Now, will you guys be performing? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, oh, we I, will. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. So y'all performing. First time, and I, <laughs> first time in 20 years. Over are 20 you years serious? Together, first time. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's going to be crazy. Are y'all ready? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm nervous. Oh, yeah. Terrible T says she's ready, and Sweet OG is excited but nervous, yes, but I'm excited. Look, I'm but this is, this is what's dope, ladies. I've seen y'all current pictures. Y'all still look good. That's half the battle. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank y'all look good, you know. You so don't I'm, tell the truth, and it's not right that y'all do that to women. We, why we got to look all good and stuff? No, 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 no. Later? That's for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's for everybody. You, <laughs> nobody wants to see Al B. Sure at two fifty. <laughs> <laughs> you still gotta keep like Keith Sweat. Let me tell you something. Keith Sweat is still Keith. He still looks just like he did, you know, thirty years yes. ago. So. You know, that's that's the thing, you know, I think it's nostalgic because it takes us back. Right. But okay. when we see okay. y'all in them bike yeah. tights and them hammer pants, boy, let me tell you something. <laughs> hey, hey, hold on. I got a call. I got a call for y'all. Um, going to be presenting, presenting uh, that day. Hey, sis, you on with, B- you on with Oak Town 357. Hello. Hi. How are you? Lovely ladies, lovely ladies, Oaktown 357, the pioneers of dad and hip hop. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) What's up, honey sugar? How you doing? I'm just wonderful and blessed, excited, working hard, can't wait to September the 12th. I know you're working hard. I know. I know you're working hard. Thank you so much for all you do. Thank you for all you do. No, thank you. Thank you guys for being troopers. Thank you guys for doing what you've done in the past and continuing to do it and getting ready to hit the stage for us. Girl, yeah. you're making it thank possible. You. And I want you to come out there. I would like for y'all to come out there and dance with us, okay? I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that, like, right now. <laughs> you just put it out there. Just, put it I'm out just there. putting it out there. It's not like a challenge or nothing. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> I just might call your name and, you know, say, well, you not say my name. I know here. that. Okay, my mom. Perry, how you doing, sir? What's, what's up, baby? <laughs> what's up, baby? I can't you wait sound, to see you either. You sound like you're on the 4-5 out there in L.A. Yeah, you know how I am. I'm moving and taking, working constantly. Hey, That's hey, right. Tell, tell me this. Tell me this, Elise. Um, you're presenting an award to Oaktown 357. What does that mean for you? Wow. Um, it means a lot to me to pre- to be able to honor these women, being able to put this whole entire award show on for me. Mm. It's an honor. I'm honored to be able to do it. I'm honored that they accepted the honor because that's the first and foremost. They have to accept it. Just because you're honoring somebody, they don't always accept that. And by them accepting it and embracing it and you know, it makes me feel so good because these are women that I looked up to, being a female MC myself in the past. Mm-hmm. These are women that I looked up to. I stood in front of that TV. I tried to have my bike stored <laughs> in my blue. <laughs> so I really, it, means, it means the world to me. It really and truly does that no. because I believe it's necessary. I believe it's overdue. Yeah. Oh wow. Thank you. Agree. Thank you. Thank you. I completely agree. Thank you. Uh, is is there going to be a cipher on this show? Are we going to see some some ladies busting some freestyles? Uh, oh, we yeah. gonna bring a couple of ladies up there. You know, we probably do that more at the gifted suite. You know, because we go okay. turn up at the gifted suite. But we are going to have some cyphers in this show and 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 show that the ladies in hip hop do get down. Okay. Hello. People don't write yes. for us. We've written for people. <laughs> so we definitely got to do that, you know, to showcase the skills of our ladies that evening. We definitely will. That's a hey, I, I, But are I you going to rap? We want to see if Rodney going to get up there and bust like, you know, 16. Uh-oh. You know, and let me tell you something. I got a hot 16 ready to go. Rodney oh, come Perry going to rock the show. Female hip hop honors in the place to be 
R O D Rodney Perry. Don't humor me. Don't humor me, ladies. Y'all can tell me. Okay, okay, okay. That's all I want him to do. I want him to come and bust the move with us. Can we just? Hey, we know you holding back, Rodney. We know you holding back to real Hey, Oktown 357 from Rodney Perry today. Know this: that I, y'all, turn on some of that music. If y'all hit them, if y'all hit them with one of y'all, if y'all. If y'all come out to me and hit them like I know y'all gonna hit them, you ain't gonna be able to keep me off the dance floor. Cause this is my era. This is my era. This is what I grew up on. This is this is the real deal. We grown now, but we still got moves. I be telling these young kids doing some damn nay-nay. That ain't no dance. Look at look at Oak Town three five seven. Pick your feet up off the ground. <laughs> okay, get airborne. Get, get airborne. Get airborne. <laughs> it wasn't nothing hilarious. for y'all to have both it. of y'all feet off the ground getting it. That's true. That's, that's amazing, that's true. man. That's true. That's true. Well, you know, I'm just going to say, I might keep one foot on the ground. I'm 50 right now, so I don't know if I can get both off the ground at the same time. But, you know, I'm going to do what I can. Wait a minute. Hey, I, I ain't gonna promise nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might see me airborne. Yeah. Uh, he ain't hit fifty man. yet. I have, so I might keep one on the ground right now. That's funny. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that because we don't want nobody hurt. We don't want nobody hurt. Well, well, ladies, man, I, I cannot thank y'all. I cannot thank y'all enough. I can't thank y'all enough for coming on the show, man. First, like I said, I'm I'm a huge fan. And you guys have been uh, a part of like my soundtrack to my life, you know. Oh, that's a Thank you. Thank you. What's it like to know that there's a generation of girls that y'all kind of gave a voice to, you know? You ever think about that? Mm-hmm. I think we, um, and this is, is sweet LD. I think what happened, um, and slightly kind of touched on it, that you don't kind of realize how you affect people until you're around them. And so for Terrible T and I, we were, it was just a work-driven experience. We would always, you know, kind of exhale when we left the stage and be like, oh, we did that and it was fun. But we never really got to talk to the fans um, or even right. the peers, in the, peers in, in the industry to see, you know, how we were affecting people. So now, you know, all this time later, we get to hear that. Like you just said it. We were a part of the soundtrack to your life. I've heard people tell me that. When I've met people, they were like, oh, my God, I was terrible tea, and um, my cousin was you, Sweet LD, and we did you at the talent show. So we hear that wow. a lot. And then that <laughs> makes us feel like what we did, it it did matter. You know, it, right. it was yeah. beyond us being in that, that hole and just rehearsing and practicing and doing a video or doing a show. It reached a lot of people, and now mm-hmm. we can kind of see that in it. Right, we definitely level. see that especially when we go to the site and and look at the fans reaching out and saying, you know, I I love you guys, I miss you guys, you know, this era, we need you guys back. So it makes me feel good, and especially with Charlisa giving us that award that we did touch a lot of people, and I'm very honored. Very honored, yeah. Hey, hey, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. We're talking to Oak Towns 357. You can check them out on their website. That's O-A-K-T-O-W-N-S. 357.com yeah. and or you can yeah. go to the uh, Street Team 357 on the Twitter or mm-hmm. Sweet LD 357 uh, or the Real Oak Towns 357 on Facebook. Man, you guys, mm-hmm. man, I'm thank you. Uh, it's been a great chat today, <laughs> and I can't wait thank to meet y'all face to face. We got to oh, get our Instagram wait. on and all that good stuff. Yes, 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 we do. Much love to you, sir, and continued success. We appreciate what you're doing for us today. And we gotta say, hey, what's up to our girl Melanie? She gonna be, she gonna be co-hosting. We, you know, hey. Oh, you know, Melanie. Melanie Melanie already been talking. Me and Melanie, we got so, we we so ready for y'all. It's about to be crazy. Uh oh, uh oh. Yeah, I know we, I know we can get Melanie to come out. (laughs) No, I I bet, I bet, I bet she won't. Cause Melanie been shy. She shy. She, she, let me tell you something. Okay, we're going to have to turn it up. Everybody got to come on and turn it up. Everybody got to I'm, come on I'm and ready. turn we it gonna up. Have, we're going to have a ball. So I'm excited. <laughs> Let me know when the rehearsal is so I can get my choreography down. 